Hello, I'm Roger Baker, Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Subscribe today at RAINWorldview.com. This is the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from RAIN. I'm Emily Donahue. It's great to have you along. On today's podcast, we're discussing Sri Lanka. The country is in the middle of political, economic, and social turmoil. Why? Well, here with answers is Ekta Raghuanshi, RAIN's South Asia analyst. Ekta, it's always great to hear from you on the podcast. Hi, Emily. How are you today? Great. Can you tell me what's going on? What led to the current economic situation in Sri Lanka? Sure, I would love to. So, um, as in in the case of Sri Lanka, the crisis did not only start now because of the Russian war or even the COVID pandemic. It started well before in 2019, when the when first the tourism was hit after a a terrorist attack happened in the country. After that, a series of missteps by the government were made. One, uh, there were tax rates that were cut, which led to a very, very decreased government revenue generation. And then in April 2021, the president decided he wants only organic farming in the country. So he banned chemical fertilizers, which led to a huge, huge shortfall or just a lowering in the productivity in, in Sri Lanka. So there were these number of reasons. Tourism was, on the other hand, affected because of COVID Uh, and all the other reasons uh, because of supply chain disruptions and other things like that. So everything just combined together. And now we see Sri Lanka in a huge, huge economic crisis wherein it has no uh, uh, foreign reserves in its its own coffers and it is a heavily import-dependent country. So we see people out on the streets because there is a huge shortage of everything of food, of fuel, of cooking gas, even there there are power outages in the country. So nothing is going right for the current administration. Ekta, I want to ask you how long this could continue. I mean, what what are we looking at over the next several months? Yes, uh, unfortunately for Sri Lanka, I do not see the economic crisis easing. I think a very good cut timeline could be 8 to 12 months. Uh, there is some hope that if the government is able to get an IMF loan, do all the right things from an economic policy perspective, uh, like austerity measures in the coming budget and all the right things like that, then maybe we are looking at the end of 2023 and then we can see a stabilization coming in, in the Sri Lankan uh, economic situation. However, yes, uh, next few months are going to be even rough for the for the people for the country as we do not see any easing in supply chain disruptions we do not see the prices of in, uh, commodities like fuel or food prices going down because the russian war in ukraine is likely to continue in in the next months so it it definitely depends on the external factors however uh, there is a lot of economic correction that needs to be done from the government's perspective in the domestic uh, scenario itself so i think uh, this this is a long long drawn ba- battle for sri lanka so let's talk about sri lanka's neighbors the role for instance of india and china in the current economic and political crises 
Yeah, sure. So, uh, interestingly, Sri Lanka, because of its geographic position in the Indian Ocean, which we have talked about before, is a very, very strategically important country uh, for both uh, India and China, which are two major regional players. And we have seen Sri Lanka being this place of competition where both India and China have been trying to gain economic, strategic or even political influence from uh, time and again. What this crisis has done is, uh, of course, we know Sri Lanka is heavily involved and invested in, uh, sorry, China is heavily invested in Sri Lanka. There are a number of economic infrastructure projects that China has funded over the past uh, decade or so. But what we're seeing a change here is, I think that's important to note is, India as a bilateral partner has really stepped up its role, uh, just helping the country, helping Sri Lanka in this crisis. And we see uh, that there was, there was a rift if you talk, talk about India-Sri Lanka relations like six months or even a year before this, there was a, a sort of rift between the relations. We, we were talking about Sri Lanka moving more towards China and India losing its influence and everything like that. But with, with the, the economic crisis, what has happened is India was able to uh, be this uh, supporter, be, being a major economy in the region. India is currently supplying a, a credit line for fuel to Sri Lanka from the past uh, one or two months, I think. India will also is in negotiation of supplying another credit line for two, three months, which, which is very, very useful, essential for the people of Sri Lanka who otherwise get will get no fuel because there are no other sources. India is also in talks with Sri Lanka to uh, give them fertilizer from the for the next uh, cultivation season, which could help in the food insecurity situation in the country too. So uh, we will always see Sri Lanka as being this place for competition for these two major players. But what this crisis will do is it will help India gain its foot again in Sri Lanka and going forward from there. So it can be more influential in what happens in its own neighborhood. Wow, Ekta, that's a lot to consider. Anything else that we should let people know about? Uh, in, in terms of Sri Lanka, I think, uh, as I said, uh, next few months are very, very critical to watch. We, we always talk about the economic crisis, but there's also a political crisis brewing in the country. People want the current president who they think is authoritarian to go. We've seen mass protests for the past more, more than 50 days now uh, in the capital city. I think We've, the evolution of the political crisis in the country is also very, very related to the economic crisis. Uh, one one note I'd like to mention is what we're seeing now is the leaders, the, the government, the political parties in Sri Lanka have kept the political crisis at the back burner for the moment because they're dealing with the economic crisis. But once they have a hold of the situation, like they're able to get a deal with an IMF in the coming month or so, we, we could see the political crisis crop back up again and we'll have even new conversations uh, regarding Sri Lanka. Hector Raghawashi is a South Asia analyst with RAIN. You can find her analysis of the region in RAIN Worldview. Subscribe today and get four weeks for just $1. Sign up at rainworldview.com. That's R-A-N-E worldview.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks as always for listening.